Star Wars is trash. Let's make a smash. Are you ready? Ladies and gentlemen. deceiving you the rogues are back for real this time i know it's been a month but your eyes are not deceiving you it's been a long time i shouldn't have left you but you know what time it is what's going on chris what's up they can't see us but they see when we they see the upload they see the notification they see what we are about thank you josiah i like that i like that see there we go Continue, Brandon. Continue. You got it. You got it. Look at you. Do you upset? I'm finna. I'm finna dial one Whose mans is these? Cause what is going on? What's going on, y'all? It's the Rogue Ones podcast. We back at you live. You know what I'm saying? It's your boy B Rob. It's your boy C Duke Sanity. It's your boy J B J to the B Josiah Brown. We back and this podcast ain't even had no structure, bro. We've been going too long. It's been too much going on. Thank so what should we talk about? Like, I feel like we ended the po- last podcast talking about Star Wars, anticipating Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It's only right for us to bring to come out fresh with how we felt about that movie. You know what I'm saying? It's been four weeks, Chris. Go ahead. Get it started with it. You know I've been waiting a while for this day. Look, man, when I first went to go see the movie, you were there, Josiah. I was not happy. Uh... First off, I don't understand the whole ending. I was not okay with. I was not okay with Ray becoming a Skywalker or claiming to be a Skywalker or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I wasn't okay with my boy Kylo dying because, you know, that's my favorite character in this trilogy. I always got to go with the guy who's the villain, but you know, has some strings to the light side to him that can come back and redeem himself in the end. Mm-hmm. So I was I wasn't really cool that he died. I didn't feel like that had to happen. I was cool with like his whole transformation and everything, but necessarily him perishing at the end i was just like this man's only at most 30. yeah he hasn't even really lived like that you know what i'm saying yeah yeah but other than that after my first initial watch of the movie of being dissatisfied i i went and watched it again and again so i, I watched ride of skywalker a total three times in theaters no 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 but <laughs> I went to go see it, saw it three times, and now I have somewhat of an appreciation for the movie. Not because of the writing that was done for Ray, not because of the writing that was done for Kylo, but because of the character of Leia. And later on in my state issue, I might get deeper into that. But for right now, Leia is the hero of the story for me, and she's like the one bright spot I found in that movie to take away. But you know, I- I'm kind of okay with this. Sheesh. That's a nice little review there. I think we all kind of have the same feelings on how we felt about that movie. I mean, the overall experience for everybody at the time it came out was, what is this Disney and this is trash? That's kind of like the feeling I was getting from most people when it first came out. But, you know, after Chris said that, he, he kind of got me on to something. 
Appreciation for Leia. That's definitely what that movie was about. Because I remember Chris texting me one day, and he was like, low-key, Rise of Skywalker, the title is definitely talking about Leia. And I was like, you might be on to something, my guy. You might be on to something. So I definitely see what Chris is saying here. But, man, Carrie Fisher, Betts, I'll say... I may say she could have been the strongest Skywalker if they would have did put proper respect on this trilogy and actually, you know, did the steps of her Jedi training and not just giving us that five minute scene of her and Luke training or whatever. Because like I like I told you before in the party episode six, Obi Wan and uh Yoda is talking, they're talking about Luke's our only hope and he's like, No, there's another. He's referring to Leia. And so clearly, you know, everything hit the fan again, this boy Palpatine's back, and it's only like one true Skywalker left. Yeah. So wait. To me, it has to be Leia who's the hero of the story. Not necessarily that she's the one that, you know, destroyed Palpatine, because we clearly just saw Rey apparently just get gifted from the powers of all the Jedi and destroy Palpatine. But I feel like she was the catalyst for everything to happen, as Luke was the catalyst for things to happen in the original trilogy for Darth Vader's redemption. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, can, I can see that. I see that. Also, that whole Palpatine being back, that was trash. I didn't like that. I mean, I was glad he was back, but I don't like how they brought him back. Like, you like don't you even know saying, how they brought him back. Exactly. There's too many questions surrounding, like, how is he actually here, if he's actually here, or if it's just, like, you know, the Sith Lords living through him. So, you know, I, it was cool to see him on the screen again, but at the same time, I was like, yo, I'm not even sure this is actually Palpatine, to be honest, but okay. And we barely saw him on the screen because it was, the dude who plays Palpatine, Ian uh, McDermott, I believe his name is, He's a good actor, so I don't understand yep. why they limited his screen time so much just to pretty much look like a creeper and yeah, basically just a creeper the whole movie. <laughs> that was so weird. I was like, this is uncomfortable. I don't like this. This man over here walking out with the bathrobe saying, strike me down in front of all these people just watching him. It was kind of strange to see that. I ain't gonna lie. The Sith are on some fruity stuff, man. They on some freaky stuff. Right there. Wow. Wow. Whenever the novel comes out, I feel like they'll explain it better on, on how Palpatine's back, though. Oh yeah, they go. But the have fact that we have to wait for a novel. Okay, so I'm a I'm a I'm a chime in, bro. I'm a chime in. I'll, I'll let y'all speak. I'll let y'all speak. And I tried to I tried to let what y'all said convince me, but okay, so me saying the movie was trash would just be getting Disney off the hook. So I'm gonna explain why. <laughs> first of all, I'm gonna give him his kudos. The first five minutes of the film was amazing. With Kylo, you know, was on Mustafar fighting everybody. That whole action scene, you know, what yeah. I'm saying the the whole edits and like the whole cinematics when he was on his way to um, Exegol was fire. All of the coloring was amazing. But the whole plot shift of Ray becoming nobody to a Palpatine, like, like when I found out that she was a Palpatine, like I just didn't care because. Palpatine really doesn't have any relevance other than just being evil. So it's like, why, do, why should I care he has a granddaughter? Like, why? I, <laughs> I, just, like, I don't know. Like, but the, like, that was supposed to be a big shock factor. So that was almost like, like not to be too synonymous, but this, that shock factor was supposed to equate the same shock factor that Pusha T dropped on us when they said when he said Drake had a kid. It was supposed to be the same. It wasn't. I did not care. 
I, I was going to say it was supposed to be the same shock factor as when we found out Vader was Luke's father, but all right, go off. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, that, oh, that was too much of a giveaway. Like, we knew, like, we knew that. We knew. We knew. We were the younger generation, but yeah. I'm talking about when it was released at the time. Nobody knew, right? Touche. Yeah. But, nah, it had to, it was supposed to hit harder than that because Vader, you could, like, in the old films, you I feel like they could have they could have sensed Vader had something good in him because he was like I'm more forgiving than this man Palpatine like he had he had some good in him like there was always some inklings of hesitation even though this man was behind the mask but you that, saw the hesitation that hesitation didn't come till Episode Six though because you think about Episode Four first scene he busts in. And he's murking people, and his troops are killing an entire rebel ship. But, but how he five, is towards uh, how he his whole demeanor in the first fifteen minutes how, towards uh towards Leia, it's some tortured, it's some it's he an increment of hesitation. He tortured her. It's some it's some hesitation in there, bro. He tortured her in that movie. <laughs> Episode five, his first act was to get his charter story and destroy a rebel base on Hoth. <laughs> The hesitation didn't come until after he confirmed like, Luke was his don't son. Don't get me wrong. He was all a part of destroying her home planet of Alderaan. But, <laughs> but there was a slight... Anyways, back to the rise of the Skywalker. Bro. You're going to get me mixed up. All right. So, okay. So, I mean, it's... It's impossible to say people aren't a fan of fan service. And that movie was full of it, right? Yeah. You had the moment where Luke was lifting up his X-Wing... Cause he couldn't do that in Empire Strike, or uh, yeah, he couldn't do that in Empire Strikes Back. Okay, no. You had the whole moment um, of what else happened? Like the whole moment of uh, finding out Leia was a Jedi. It just seemed really rushed and too many mixes of ideas. Cause I know J.J. Abrams originally originally wanted um, Ray to st- like continue to be nobody, and you know with Ryan Johnson in the mix. That kind of got thrown out of whack. But the more I read of everything that was supposed to happen, just kind of makes the movie worse for me. So as far as, like, the first thing that I heard that was supposed to happen that we know, that we talked about, was the whole, a few of the Jedi was actually supposed to be there as Force Ghosts talking to Rey, instead of just looking up at the sky. Like, I would like to see that. I want to see, like... I haven't seen Hayden Christensen in a long time. (laughs) (laughs) You heard him. (laughs) I, I want to see I want to see Ahsoka live action. I want to see Kanan live action. Like, there's a lot of things that I I wanted, and like a lot of things about like the beginning of the movie, how we were actually like we were actually supposed to see Kylo in Vader's castle. He was actually supposed to fight Vader in a Force dream. Come on now, who doesn't want to see that? The director apparently. No matter he was he's gonna lose regardless. But come on, man, like. It was a lot, and a lot of the fan service was corny. A lot yeah. of the fan service was corny. The best fan service moment, of course, was hearing the voices, but at the same time, seeing it would have been better. And, the bro, me and my homeboy literally had to say, look at each other and say, what the hell is going on when Kylo and Ray kissed? Like, that was unnecessary. That was kind of like the whole Vader's experience everywhere across America. <laughs> that was unnecessary. Everybody was like, like what? It, the whole force dyad thing, like I just don't get how it makes sense. Like it's the the grandchild of the two grandchildren of Sith Lords 
Yeah. Or diet. And I'm like, okay, I, I, that's cool and all, but why wouldn't it go to the, the children? Like, why wouldn't it go to the immediate children? Like, I guess it's just for the generation. generation. Yeah. It's hereditary, but it's just generation. You know what they say, bro. The force works in mystérieux ways. Don't. Yeah, I get. I get <laughs> they justify that. everything. And I guess that's okay, but like Brandon said, well, with the J.J. Abrams, he originally wanted Ray to be a nobody, like for the whole entire trilogy, and that's what made been. the original trilogy and the uh, prequel trilogy just great trilogy because the main characters essentially were no one like literally no you didn't know who mark hamill was before star wars you didn't know who hayden christensen was before star wars because the point of the character was so you can envision yourself as the character yeah. you know what I mean? and ray yeah. you can still you can still do that with ray in a sense because she still has her like i don't want to say no one tendencies but it's still a lot you don't know about ray yeah only yeah, but and like for example if she would have kept that no one like uh aura about her like mm-hmm. I would have, I would have accepted her saying that she was a Skywalker at the end because you know mm-hmm. she was raised and Jedi trained by both of the Skywalkers, so it made sense. But it was the fact that she just went from Palpatine to Skywalker. Like you just found out he was a Palpatine, and now you just gonna dethrone that, that name. That was like, bro, <laughs> you're the granddaughter of the most powerful Sith Lord, most modern Sith Lord ever. ever. <laughs> that kind of just takes away from the nobody factor right there. Yeah. But I mean, and it was a lot of like it defeated a lot of and a lot of character with that whole storyline within itself. A lot of characters were useless. Like Finn and Poe mm-hmm. were damn near useless. Rose was supposed to have a bigger role, and now you think about it, her whole role, her whole introduction that happened in the previous film was pointless. Yeah, yeah. They, they said the problem with Rose was I believe a lot of her scenes were. Was supposed to be with Carrie Fisher in the uh, Rise of Skywalker, and a yeah. lot of the CGI just like didn't work out, so they had to like ditch a lot of film for it. I just feel like so this that... film had too many changes made before the release date. They honestly should have just waited and just came to a conclusion if they want things in the movie or didn't. Like period, because this just seemed rushed at the, after watching it again. You know, it just seemed rushed. It just seemed like they were forgetting a whole bunch of stuff, and there's like simple mistakes they could have changed. And what was what was Finn? I mean, I'm pretty sure I, we can figure it out. But what was Finn supposed to tell Ray? Like, don't do that. I don't leave him He's force sensitive. That's what he's gonna say. But why did he just like? Why did we have to wait? <laughs> why did it never happen? Because I, I, he's I, weird. <laughs> yeah, he is an awkward character to be honest. Weird. It's and him and what? Rose, him and Rose, freaking connection is so like, like. It's not, it's not organic. Uh-huh. He has a bigger <laughs> connection with Poe than anybody else in the series. That's true. Yeah. So honestly, like, okay, and, like, we always talk about how Disney, like, they're all about, like, the community and, like, loving everybody. So, like, it was at the end, you know, you had the, the LGBTQ uh, movement moment. Yeah. You had the whole Black Lives Matter moment. I know y'all peeped that with Lando and yeah. uh, mm-hmm. the whole Black Empower. That was, yeah. I, I was, I was like, okay, y'all sly or whatever. And then I forgot what the other one was. But, like, if they would have made Ben and Poe a thing, I would not be mad at that. But just because they've had sexual tension this whole damn time. TBH. <laughs> I would, am I, but am I, I wrong, know. though? I know they've that. had tension they knew, the whole They weren't very well together as characters. Like, they're, do they're you, do characters you see how, in, bro? What? Do you see how many times this man Ben be touching Poe? Like, you gotta watch it. 
No. You gotta watch this. No. no. I think not. Bro, y'all really, y'all really just be, just be ruining my theories for real, for real. And like, the, the evidence is there. I'm not just getting it out of the air. It's there. If you watch these films, bro, you go. All right, cool. Nope. All right, man. Nope. Some things you don't want to touch. I don't want to touch it. <laughs> I don't even want to consider it. You don't have to touch it. You don't have to consider it to touch it. it. The evidence is there. It's in the poop is in the pudding. Moral. <laughs> okay. More of the story. There's only one director who has Star Wars best interest that works for Disney. His name is Dave Filoni, and he deserves to do the next Star Wars movie. Oh, that's debatable. Because I think Tati Guaiki might, you know what I'm saying, he might get a Star Wars film and he <laughs> might make that mug go. But does he deserve it more than Dave Filoni? Did you see the last episode of Mandalorian? <laughs> he said what? <laughs> Did you see the last episode of The Mandalorian? Look. Dave Filoni is the uh, producer of Mandalorian. But who's the director? director? Yeah, that's what I mean. He's the director he, of Mandalorian. He still had input. But no, Tati Wakiki had the did the last episode. He directed the last one. The last episode. That was the last episode was fire. What do you mean? The whole show was fire. And plus, okay, and plus, like, okay, not to dismiss other dudes' uh, track record, but like, this man got Ragnarok. So don't do that. That's a whole different record. That's a, right, that's a story. Come he on now. First off, bro. First off, Dave Filoni has the most knowledge because he's the one who sat there with George Lucas when they were doing Clone Wars. He finished off Clone Wars. He created Rebels. He's doing Mandalorian. He's literally the source <laughs> right now. Yeah, yeah bro, right. Well, when you think about it with that old way of thinking, you're right. But how much is Disney going to allow him to do? Tyler he already got already got his foot door with Disney on both sides, and we ain't gonna dismiss it because Kevin Feige gonna take over. He's <laughs> gonna take over a section of Star Wars, so that that's that's dismissed. Look, ridiculous. Look, man, because they getting it don't mean they deserve it. All I'm saying is they belong to deserve. I didn't say that. Mm. Yeah, I said they belong deserves to do it. <laughs> Bro, we deserved a better freaking Star Wars film, but did we get that? No. <laughs> Hey, why are we still talking about that Star Wars stuff, though? You know Clone Wars coming back in February. Big facts. What's it? Uh, how many episodes is it going to be? Uh, I want to say 12. That's what I want to say. Is it? I'm nervous. Because I don't feel like it's a lot of episodes. It, it's not. So it's between like 8 and 12. I think it's something like that. What you nervous for, bro? Bro, because who's running it, Chris? Dave Filoni. <laughs> okay, who's the, who's, the, who's the mega machine running this? Disney. Say it. Okay. They've been, they, they been, they been running Clone Wars the whole time, though. Even when it was on... The Cartoon Network. When it was on this, uh, Disney XD and all that. It was yeah. on uh, Disney. Rebels was on there. It was on Cartoon Network first. Yeah, for like a year or two. Yeah, but then when it went to Disney with Rebels, yeah. you know, there's always been Disney on like, it. I know, I know Rebels is totally Disney, but I thought I could have sworn Clone Wars was more like above Disney. I'm pretty, I think you finished off with Disney. Yeah, either or way, it's, it's, it's gonna be hard for them. When, I mean, that makes sense because the last few, oh, not the last few episodes, like when Ahsoka left, mm -hmm. but like the ones when Fives was, uh, you know, trying Five. to get the chip out of his head, yeah. that was okay. Don't get me wrong, that storyline was good, but like, I, I'm still nervous and I feel like I got a valid reason. <laughs> I 
the only thing that like irks me about Clone Wars, but it's like it's a good thing in the same time, uh-huh. is those those episodes like how you were talking about with Fives, where it's like they're like literally this close to finding out who this man Palpatine really is, <laughs> and then you just gotta just sit there and be like, man. They really about to fail. They really about to fold here. It is crazy <laughs> how close they seem to get, yet they don't get there at all. That kind of irked me the entire time. Like, just one push. Like, if somebody's walked into one room at this very moment, <laughs> you would know everything. Yet you can't do it. Okay. Pop Jimmy from that number a long way, bro. He really was, bro. That man got away with so much, and it don't make sense. <laughs> I'm excited for the Clone Wars episode, though. I just hope they give us some answers to where Maul went and why is it that we don't see him again until, you know, Rebels. I want to see... I would like to see the clone, well, this Clone Wars show end off somehow with a scene right before the, be- the opening scene of Episode 3. So you That'd be see, like, a couple things of Order 66, I guess? At least the plans being made? Or in motion? What, I don't know. Whatever was going on right before Anakin and Obi Wan was in those two star. I was about to say opening the scene, episode yeah. three. Okay, but, but I don't like the plans. The plans would be made because you know they already going because what happened to Fives already happened. Yeah, yeah. so like they will be they will be beyond that. Yeah, yeah. but I know. But I mean, like you know, Jedi stuff getting like ran through. You, you know the, the basics. The basics. I, I want to see because uh, clearly Ahsoka's in it and she's yeah. back. So I want to see necessarily like what she's back for if she's you know. She, I feel like we're gonna start. They're gonna start the real beef. They yeah. finna, like her and Anakin finna start the real beef. Oh yeah, because he was. <laughs> he was a bad fight, bro. <laughs> he wasn't having it in Rebels, bro. He was not having it. This is why they didn't want him to be a master. This is why. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> man can't hate me too easily, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were clearly hating on that man. <laughs> Look, they man, were. You can get hated on and still not take your revenge out on the entire world, bro. And they, they, just, they just kept bringing up reasons for him not to be one, and it was like inaccurate. But some of exactly. them were valid reasons, though. A couple of them. And the whole thing was, what can you do that I can't do? Which is a fair assessment. But when somebody <laughs> comes into like, I, I'm gonna call the Jedi religion for a second. Let's just say the Jedi religion. When somebody walks into a religion, bro, and tries to change it up, it's kind of like you can't do that. We have our basic <laughs> set of rules, and you try to. This man trying to wear black, bro. We don't wear black. <laughs> Okay, that's the only that's the only fashion statement he made. But in, in terms of becoming a Jedi, Matt, well, Jedi Master, he didn't do nothing out the ordinary. He said, "I want to be on the council." They said, "Okay, but you're still a Jedi Knight." And he said, "Hold on, that's that's disrespectful. How can you be a knight and be on the council? Like it doesn't make sense. You have to be a master to be on the council. Look, like man. what? Anakin How you gonna say They lowkey the reasons to his anger, like the. the the context of his anger, because they were just holding him back, and now he can do, and now he can do whatever he wants, and they mad. Yeah, that's yes. their fault, bro. That's their fault. No, I that's their fault, too. bro. No, that's their fault. That's their fault. I'm not saying they should have done things a little bit differently. I'm just saying, man, that man Anakin, he, he could have, he could have talked to somebody, bro. He could have went to some Jedi honest. counseling. He no, obviously, he didn't meditate no. enough, bro, because he folded people for no reason. The only person that tried to vouch for him. Cut oh, off his limbs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Look, man, you got Obi-Wan told him first. not to jump. That's his fault. 
That man said, I have the high ground. He still did it anyway, bro. Bro, he was, bro, he was blinded by fear and temptation. It was too late. <laughs> you could have told that man not to jump in the lava, and he would have did it anyway. <laughs> Just to prove a point. He was very rebellious. Just to prove a point. And that's why they didn't want him on the Jedi Council. Man didn't think enough. He just did. And that's why the Jedi lost. Did they? They did. Yes. Did they? they According did. to the last movie, they won. <laughs> that, was, they didn't that was 80 years later. Look, man. 80 years, 800 years. They won the battle. That's 80 years later. The war was over. You lost the initial war. You came yeah. 80 years later and, and won the claim victory. And they won with that's not how this works. You lost the war. You can't go back after we're done and say, oh, yeah, we won. That's what the U.S. did in Vietnam. <laughs> it's facts. I'm sorry, but it's facts. You can't lose and then come home and say you won. No, you know, we, we just going to call way. a truce on this battle on both ends, you know what I'm saying? And we're going to switch this mode over. <laughs> like Vietnam. We're going to switch this mode over to um, these Twitter clips I keep seeing about, uh, you know, Infinite, uh, you know, crisis on infinite earth, and I'm like, what is going on? I'm not feeling the, all these berries, so y'all gotta explain to me what's going on because I'm not, <laughs> I'm not feeling this. Well, DC has actually done something right mm-hmm. in the most wrong way possible, if I can say that, <laughs> because. The whole universe, everything is connected now. From the CW, the DC uh, streaming service, app, <laughs> the DC MCU, the, 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 the DC, yeah, the DCEU, the uh, streaming service, all of that, everything's connected. All of it's all part of the same like timeline, I guess. Now they're just all on like different Earths or whatever. But I, I'm not fully okay with how Crisis on Infinite Earths went down. Yeah. Well, in terms of the ending. Parts one, two, three, and four were great. Part five, I get it was a Legends episode, and the whole basis of the Legends of, Legends of Tomorrow, like it's not a serious show, it's basically just comic relief. I get that, but I'm not okay with the Anti Monitor coming back, and then they're like, "How are we gonna beat this man?" Oliver sacrificed himself. Oh no, the, the sky's falling. Whoopie woo, and they beat this man because Ray Palmer thinks of an idea to shrink this man down an infinite amount of time, pretty much sending him into the microverse. That's cool. That's understandable. The plan makes sense. But my question is now, why couldn't we do that on part one? If Ray Palmer's been there the whole time. It's not like he was someone that was missing. Ray Ray didn't die until part three after the uh, multiverse got erased. So it's like, you couldn't think of just shrinking this man down like you do every single day. You're making a solid statement right there. <laughs> because obviously, I, I feel like the reason they didn't do it, though, is because the monitor was the one pulling the strings at first. They didn't really come up with their own ideas. He was like, yeah, go do this, go do this. So if anybody to blame is that man, bro. I'm kind of confused about the monitor, too. Because, I, I mean, I get it. He's, 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 he's not a guy. He's pretty much just a person from a different planet, from a different time or whatever. He was a time traveler, whatever. And pretty much his knowledge just comes from him using the Book of Destiny and everything like that. Right. But so after the point of when he fought Harbinger, a.k.a. being possessed by the Anti-Monitor, assumingly he dies, correct? Mm, yeah. Okay. And then, so I don't. if he dies right there, I just don't really understand the whole, how do I put it? 
how did he foresee how did he foresee events past his death? That's what I'm trying to say. Well, I mean, I guess you can see into the future if you had the book of destiny at one point in time. So but maybe then he already read so the future. But okay, so he reads into the future. But then if he dies right there, what's the explanation of him being back in if you recall the last episode of well, not the last episode of Arrow, but at the end of the previous season of Arrow when Felicity was in the future or whatever, and then she chose to go with the monitor to finally go see Oliver again? Yeah. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. What's he doing there if he died in the crisis? Maybe that's a different timeline. Look, Chris, don't read it, into DC too much, bro. If you start uh, asking questions, you ruin that every, everything on Rivals. That, that low-key is the thing. You can't read into nothing. If you read do. into it too deep, everything was just going on Rivals. You, you can't do it. Makes, it. You can't do it, it makes my head hurt, but moving on, I'm just kind of disappointed that the reverse flash didn't show up like he was supposed to. They, I'm pretty, I think they just said it was just, it just had too much. You had to cut some things out, and he was just one of the things that got cut out. Because I... I really want to see my theory come true, or if it was true, you know, about Barry and the reverse flash fighting through time and yeah. that really being the reason why, you know, the events of season one ends up taking place. So I guess I'm left at a dead end there. All the other questions surrounding it, I guess I'm just going to have to watch each individual CW show now just to, at least for, for the next two weeks to get some kind of answers on them. But overall, the crisis is good. I miss my boy Oliver. Era would never be the same, even though it's only two more episodes left. And that's that on that. Yeah. Well, let me see. Let me jump into that a little bit. Um, I guess I'll start off with what Brandon was saying a little bit. The flashes that's going on. There was a lot of flash things going on, especially, you know, Ezra Miller being in it. If y'all know who that is, he's the DC Universe movie flash. So the actual flash, I guess you could say. And he had made an, an opinion. Okay, Chris, Chris. Come on. Come on. You know he's the flash of their, of their franchise. Anyway. <laughs> He made an appearance on the episode, and he got to meet Barry. Um, so what does this actually mean? It could possibly mean that, you know, DC's trying to do a Marvel, and they're trying to connect every universe, TV shows and movies included. That's kind of what me and Chris were starting to think when we saw this a little bit. Um, will it work out? You know, I don't know, but I mean, I don't think it's a bad idea, at least. Chris, you think it's a bad idea, at least? I mean, it's a, it's a good idea. Yeah. I think it's going to be kind of hard. I mean, I really doubt we're ever going to see the CW shows ever, like, officially cross over with a show like Titans or Swamp Thing or something like that. Like, Stargirl, potentially, that may be a show they uh, reach over and cross over with. Yeah, maybe. But as far as the other, just because one, if they do cross over with something like Titans, I think it just starts too many questions. Because, like, uh, yes, it's different Earths, but clearly... The whole thing is when you go to a different earth, their main thing is doppelgangers, and your doppelganger looks like you. So let's say if uh, Batwoman went to, uh, you know, the Titans universe, mm. that Bruce Wayne doesn't look like the Bruce Wayne of her universe. So not at all. Kind of, it, <laughs> not at all. It's two different Bruce Waynes. So it's like, it's kind of just real muffy there. So I doubt they try to go that deep into it, but it could be something successful if they yeah. do it, like, carefully. Yeah, they're going to have to be careful, though, because they open up a can of worms. Another thing I want to bring attention to is the fact that they kind of, like, all live in the same Earth now, like all the CW shows. That low-key kind of ruins it for me, low-key, just because, like, we've seen The Flash, and I remember I saying this to you, Chris. We've seen The Flash, you know, go through all these fights. He's fought, like, so many different type of uh, speedsters, and they always went down to the wire, you know? Like, he's barely won these fights. Now that we got people like Supergirl and Superman in the same exact Earth, 
I just don't feel like these fights are going to go down to wire like that anymore. It's not going to be suspenseful. Because, you know, like, if they're really on the same earth as you, why can't they just come help you out whenever? Like, how are they going to justify this now? It, it's going to be justified the same way how, like, the whole situation with Batman and Superman uh, situation was. Like, you live in Gotham City and he lives in Metropolis. They're not too far from each other, but they rarely, you know, come in contact with each other unless one of their villains is in their city. See, yeah, no. I, I get that because they had like a set of boundaries like, hey, unless it's world ending or like I need your help, don't come over here. Like, I get that part. But like, look mm. again, look who Batman's fighting. He's not fighting people that are like world ending half the time anyway. Chill out. And he's not going to go over there to Superman because, you know, Superman doesn't need that help. But Flash mm. does fight people that are world ending. You see what I mean? So it's kind of yeah. like, how is this going to work? I really don't see her just like not being involved, period. Like, that's not exactly possible, you know? It may, it may end up being a deal like how Arrow and Flash was. How they might not necessarily physically be in each other episode, but they definitely might. They might. They may mention each other often, like pretty often. Like, oh, we're facing this person. I'm gonna reach out to Kara see can they help. Oh, Kara, we can't, we can't beat this person. I'm gonna see what uh, Barry and Cisco can cook up over at Star Labs. I'll be right back. And we may never see them physically in the episode, but we may see scenes where you know they speak of each other or say they're going to go see that person. Yeah, I mean, I can see that, but I just don't see how Supergirl and Superman can exist in that. That seems like too much power, though. That's just too much. That's too over the top. Because I mean, Arrow, exactly like his name says, the Green Arrow. You know, he only has arrows and some legs. He's not doing too much. <laughs> it's not like he can whip himself there in two seconds. So I, I don't know. It and then Superman like, shows show Superman about to get a spinoff about his uh, with him and his sons. Yeah, I don't know about that. I'm kind of getting confused about these spinoffs now. Yeah, it's a lot of spinoffs going on. I'm a, I'm gonna try to watch the Arrow one though. I'm gonna try to watch. The green, is it called the Green Arrow and the Canaries? Is that what it's called? Or something, something like that, yeah. It's Either like way, I'm, I'm, it's something like that. I'm gonna try to watch it. Hopefully, it's good. My boy Stephen Amell laid out the groundwork, so I'm I'm really watching it out of respect for him. Mm. It, I just really hope it's not bad. Well, I know that Harley Quinn movie's coming out next month too. Anybody actually gonna go see that? Um, I might because I, I like Margot Robbie. I like her acting or whatever. I I like one of the. One of the things I did like about that original Suicide Squad in 2016, so I might go see it. Well, mm. uh, I really I still don't know what it's about, but I'm hip about Birds of Prey. Yeah. But that's not the Birds of Prey that I know. <laughs> like, the Birds of Prey from the comics is completely different than what we're seeing. So yeah, like, I'm not even sure what it's about to be honest either. So I don't know if I'm seeing it in theaters, but I definitely do want to see it. I'm gonna let you go see it first. You can say if it's good, then I'll probably go see it. Dang, I gotta be the guinea pig. I was gonna hold Brandon Woods. <laughs> I'm not too quick to see movies, though. Yeah, well, I'm, seeing, I'm, seeing seeing Black, either, I'm seeing Black Widow. So nobody seen Bad Boys that quickly, then? No. Mm. Okay. Okay. When you when you do something like that, when you wait with, like, 10, not even 10, like, 15, 20 years, I'm not trusting it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay, like when they wrong, did, bro. You're not wrong, bro. When they did what, Dumb and Dumber, and then they made the one when they was old, and it's like, oh yeah, yeah, I wasn't okay with. That. And I, I mean, that's just an example, but like, that's like them doing what Austin Powers right now. Like, no, I bet no. it was a little slap, bro. Men in Black. That's a perfect example. Oh, the international. That well, that's not good. And then the third one that they did with uh, Will Smith wasn't good. Mm. I mean, the it third terrible. one it was, wasn't bad. 
It wasn't good either. Look, I give it like a solid six or seven. Like I wouldn't watch it again, but I mean, like it was better than the international. Well, yeah, obviously, bro. They did. See, it, it, it wasn't bad. They trying to do a remake of a like that was like that, that like they did the freaking Ghostbusters remake, and then they finna make another one, but it might be better. Ghostbusters. They got, they might get, they, it has the kids in it for a new one. To this day, I still but, remember we saw that movie in the theaters, bro. It was terrible. We talking about movies that's coming out. We were just we were just talking trash about Disney, but we we can't do that for long, right? Because we're the kings. But <laughs> <laughs> Spider Man finna have his own MCU. It's it's confirmed. <laughs> he did it. He finna have his own MCU. Cause this Morbius movie coming out, I ain't go. I ain't saying it's looking good or anything. Cause they just dropped the first trailer, mm. but it's with Jared Leto, and I don't know who don't, I don't know who everybody knows who Morbius is. But Morbius is like the vampire. It's like the Dracula of of the MCU. Right, right. But I don't know if y'all seen the trailer. But uh, the dude that played Vulture, Michael uh, Michael Keaton. Is playing uh is is in the movie Morbius, so hmm. like Spider Man literally gonna have that flexibility of jumping between two universes if that's what they actually do. Wasn't there a spot in the trailer or whatever where uh <clears throat> he's running along the streets and on the wall there's like posters of Spider Man and this guy's like betra- uh, a murderer murder written on it. I'm gonna say yeah. like murderer written yeah. on it. So yeah, yeah, it's gonna be dope. So, I feel like Spider-Man. I almost said Spider-Man. Oh, his name is Spider-Man. Wow, I'm tripping right now. I feel like Spider-Man does deserve his own little Spider-Verse, though, because I mean, in like terms of Marvel, though, like actual like Marvel comics and stuff, Spider-Man is like an integral part of it. So I mean, having his own universe kind of does make a little sense, especially with Cap being dead and Iron Man. So I mean, like, why not? To be honest. Yeah, cause I wouldn't, I wouldn't try to see a whole universe in around Captain Marvel. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think anybody wants <laughs> to see that. So, or Hawkeye, or Black Widow. Well, Black Widow is dead. And pretty much anyone else that's left, nobody want to see that. So, I mean, yeah. Spider Man, that's the best option. Let's be honest. Whoa. <laughs> I think that Thor: Love and Thunder is going to be a really good movie. You said and I think Thor: Love and Thunder. I think that's going to be a good movie. Okay. To be, to be honest. Okay. Well, why do y'all think it's not? I, I didn't say it wasn't. I said okay. I'm listening. <laughs> Chris, Chris, why did you say what? I'm just not a fan of a lot of Thor movies. I like the first one, and I'm cool with Ragnarok. I like Ragnarok. But like, this is going to be the first, fourth movie of a series. I feel like this is make or break. <laughs> you can't mess this up. It's the fourth one. I don't know, bro. This team been folding lately. But, I mean, everything they, they drop is hit or miss. So, like... Honestly, I feel like I feel like Black Widow's not gonna be as bad. Like, mm. it'll probably be some top tier mid, strong seven, <laughs> high class seven, seven. A, a high seven. Because because we gotta stop basing stuff on the trailers. Like, period. Mm-hmm. Well, I stopped that for because ago. the Joker that trailer was horrible. The movie, like, obviously is award winning. <laughs> Yeah. How y'all feel about uh? How y'all feel about the Joker? Like, everybody talking about the Academy Awards mm. and how like Joker is only like nominated for one award, and like how that they said that monologue. I know you've been seeing it on Twitter. It was like this monologue deserves an award, and people were making memes about it. Oh, uh, 
the the one where he's on like the late show or what tonight show yeah. whatever he was on. I mean, that monologue does not deserve an award. By I'm gonna say it, it didn't slap like that. He's not I talking like about this. anything. It didn't have me like, bro. This man is amazing. But I mean, I guess it was it was decent, you know. Like, I respect. Like uh, go ahead, Chris. I was just saying, I was the same as Josiah. Like, it was, it was a cool scene, but it wasn't no scene where I was just like, <gasps> right. blown, I wasn't blown away by it. Don't get me wrong, I respect um, Joaquin Phoenix for winning Best Actor for the Golden Globes for exactly what he has to do to his body. Yeah. For that role, yeah. but other than that, um, there's a lot of movies I feel like got snubbed. Like what? Uh, us got snubbed. <laughs> us got I snubbed. I feel like Us had its time, but Joker was bigger. But for best original picture, Us should have been a nominee at least. Okay, you're right. It was a nominee, so it did deserve that. But I mean, uh, the movie, all... the, the movie, uh, I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard a lot of things about it, and I heard like the gore is crazy. Oh, but Midsummer, yeah, yeah, Midsummer yeah. should have got something. Yeah, like the joke. I'm sorry, Joker wasn't the best movie of the year. <laughs> and that's not even that's me putting my us us uh feelings aside because like I said that's my movie of the year but I don't think Joker was movie of the year to be honest with you like I started appreciating um Once Upon a Time in Hollywood a lot as time went by that was a good movie yeah yeah, I, I feel what you're saying, though. But don't get me wrong, I've seen a lot of trash movies last year. I kept saying that <laughs> during the podcast. I've seen a lot of trash movies. Yeah, 2019 was a weird year, you know. It had some good things going on. Like, we finally got The Last Avengers. We got Spider-Man. We got a lot of good things last year, let's be honest. But it was a lot of trash, too, the entire year. Yeah, I still, like, I still think Spider-Man was horrible. Really? I, I don't see yeah. it. I, I don't even I see still... I can't even agree with it. I, I don't see why. It was good. Yeah, like, I don't think it was bad at all. Like, it, was, it had its moments. Of course, Mysterio was a great villain. Like, we had this conversation already, but the whole movie as a concept, like, it was the whole it was the whole factor of him getting over Tony, but everything around it just wasn't that good to me. Hmm. Okay. Like, the whole, like, I thought, because, okay, the, in a sense, I kind of, made my judgment off the trailer, but it's kind of hard when the setting is the fact that he's in Europe. So, they they made, like, they were kind of preluding that him being in Europe was a big part. Knowing good and well, if Mysterio did that same thing in New York, we would have got the same movie. Well, wait a minute. I kind of feel him like... Him being in Europe does not matter. I think it does matter, because considering, like, the only people that could get to him is basically S.H.I.E.L.D., well, what's left of S.H.I.E.L.D., because there's no other superheroes that can get to him in Europe. All of them are out of space, and the ones that are staying in the cities are in the cities. So, like, this was kind of like Spider-Man's time to be Spider-Man. Do his own thing, prevent world destruction, things like that. So I kind of feel nobody, like Europe did... Nobody else was in New York. I mean, like, no one else is in New York, but you know what I mean. Like, other people were in the States still. Like, there wasn't, like, su- there were still superheroes in the States. The only person in Europe at that time that we actually know of is Spider-Man. And Nick Fury, oh, Nick Fury. <laughs> Nick Fury ain't no superhero. He's backup. Nick Fury is Nick Fury. <laughs> but yeah, I, I kind of see what you're saying, but at the same time, like, bro, it was still a good film overall to me. Uh, like, the editing was amazing, but the movie <laughs> as a whole, nah. All right. Well, speaking of, but uh, speaking of, like, how we were talking about, like, last year was yeah, just a weird year. 
Same thing with the can of music. If y'all haven't seen it, I'm gonna probably upload it onto our Instagram page. I dropped my top 25 albums of 2019, and I haven't got no backlash. <laughs> I was expecting to get some backlash. <laughs> Somebody, uh, one of my homeboys said, "Where Jesus King got?" I laughed at his face. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> because hey, like I said, I, I said, bro, nobody listened to Jesus King 2020. That's facts. Did he ever drop the second part? Did he ever drop the second album? Yeah. yeah. I never heard he, the second one. He dropped it's a, out. He dropped a Christmas. It's out. It's out. I didn't bro. hear nothing about it. What was it called? Jesus is born. What you mean? <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't hear that. I didn't think he dropped it because I didn't hear anything about it. That's what I said. I didn't hear nothing he about it. He got that uh he put that song. Oh, he got like a, a choir, a choir rendition of uh, Father Stretch My Hands. And uh he put um he put uh, that that song that he covered from Genuine, but it was like something else. It was nineteen like the, songs on this. I think I did hear about that actually. It was it, it's low key better than Jesus is King, to be honest. If I'm we really want to be honest, oh uh, yeah, I'm gonna get listen to this tonight and get my opinion next week because you know Jesus is King. It wasn't that great. Well, I know we already talked about that. But yeah. it, this this might be a little bit better. I'm gonna give it a shot at least. And I mean, and it's no Kanye. It's just it's just his choir. It's just his choir. It's so just his choir. Yeah, okay. I definitely give it a chance. Yeah. I give it a chance. Interesting. It can't be worse than that. So I mean, Bruh. I don't know. Yo, shout out to Roddy Rich, man. This man is knocking knocking pop music out the box. No put. I just no like, I, I didn't even I didn't even mean to do that. I didn't even mean to do that, but nobody gonna believe me. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> but nah, he he got Justin Bieber the f up out of here, and he got Selena Gomez the f up out of here with the box and his whole album, bro. Like, I feel like we came to like a congressional meeting saying that that song "Yummy" by Justin Bieber was garbage. Garbage. <laughs> What's garbage? He is not gonna have no grown men out here saying yummy. What I look like? like <laughs> what I look like? <laughs> I'd rather you know that meme that's saying ooh wee. <laughs> I'd rather say that <laughs> than some <laughs> some yummy, bro. That's like that Rick and Morty episode with a <laughs> poopy butt. <laughs> ooh wee. <laughs> But yeah, I'm not gonna say no, yummy. That song is, bro. That song is it's dumb. Annoying. It is yeah, annoying. It's annoying. Oh, number me. one on Billboard because it's Justin Bieber. Man, going but it didn't though because of the box, bro. That song is trash. That song is trash. That song, you starting to annoy me now too. <laughs> yeah. It just won. What's the By way, string? It just gets overplayed. Nothing. Nothing against the artist. It just. Ugh. Yeah, it is a song. This is over. And, and that was it's his intention. Here. What you got to say, yeah. Like that was his intention too. Plus, like I feel like he's gonna have a wave like Justin uh, Timberlake did. Like, even though Justin Timberlake lasted, well, Justin Timberlake had more than a longer run, of course. Like he, he had a lot of stuff before, but the last thing he dropped that Man of the Woods joint. The one that he performed on the Super Bowl. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. What what song were you vibing to? None. No, <laughs> None. Like he had, I think he honestly only thing that's like keeping Justin Timberlake's career 
at the level that it, that it has been for so long, including now, is him doing the tro- the Trolls movie. Honestly. I forgot he was even in that. Yeah. That, I mean, that's the reason he's staying so, right. But, <laughs> honestly, and I mean, unless he drops something else. Yeah. But, like, because I told you, he, I told you not too long ago, he was in the studio with uh, Lizzo and uh, Meek Mill. I don't know really what that entails, but. Just a conversation. Yeah, it means that's, that's like a. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> Why? Right, when song just because he's just just because he's with two big names in the studio does not. When the song anything. is fire and you admit it's fire, we gonna have an intervention on this podcast. I will, I'll walk back my statement, but until then, Yummy is trash. Okay, <laughs> stream the box. <laughs> but you know, a few releases that came out, we had that uh, we had that Dreamville deluxe version for um. For Revenge of the Dreamers, it's like 15 new songs on there, bro. It's like they dropped a whole other album again with the same songs and then some. I got this. But J Cole did not make it. He did not make the cut when it canceled the new songs, though. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. We had the baby artist. We got the baby artist, um, Stunner for Vegas. He dropped his album, which was cool. Mm. Um, y'all favorite person in the world, Halsey, apparently, because y'all oh, thought yeah. Halsey was gonna win American. Bro, name one Halsey song right now. Uh, 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 <coughs> the one she had in that feature room that was nice. <laughs> y'all sound like fake fans right now. <laughs> she was in that Chainsmoker song. Oh, that was her. Oh, that song was lit. That was lit. Bro. <laughs> I love that song, bro. That closer. Mad, mad people thought that was Taylor Swift. Mad wow. people thought that was. But Chris, it that was that, that was sixteen. Name some new stuff. <laughs> I didn't say I listened to her faithfully. I just said I like the song closer. <laughs> but no, nah, I ain't gonna lie. She got. She probably got the best mainstream like songs. Like right now, like that "Bad in Love" song was fire. Without me is fire. She put a "Without Me" remix with Juice World. R.I.P. I don't know. I feel like I feel like her. Uh, I listened to some of the album. It's very like, of course, it's pop based. Mm. She's in the mainstream realm, but she got some country on there. She got some. Uh, she got some like indie artists, and like she even got the. Uh, I know y'all know who BTS is. Yeah, like, yeah. even if y'all haven't heard their music, you know who BTS is. Yeah. The, uh, you know what I'm saying? The K-pop man. Mm. They, she, like, she got a song with them on there, so I don't know. She trying to switch it up. I feel like, I feel like, because how I felt about Ariana Grande's album last year, this might be it <laughs> for this year. But I said, I, I got to give it a few listens before I make that. Because, I don't know, I'm going to just give y'all my top five since we were talking about my top uh, 25 albums of 2019. I got Igor, Thank You Next by, uh, by Ariana Grande, Baby on Baby, So Much Fun, Revenge of the Dreamers, and, um, yeah, that's five. <laughs> that's five. And I've been, I've been getting, I've been low-key getting the flack for, like, some of the, some of the albums that's in there, but, like, I've been I've been trying to preach my statement. See, I be letting people live when they make this and they lead off with like my top, et cetera, et cetera. My top, I'm like, well, it's your top, it's not mine. So yeah, <laughs> like he, he's not saying like this is the best music that came out last year. He just said it's his favorite. Yeah, although people's opinions can be trash. 
Yeah, that is true. <laughs> That's true, exactly. <laughs> or, or like when you getting down to your like your your tenth selection compared to your other selections, it's like okay, that that like critically acclaimed that was better than that. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. like I got Snow Allegra and Ari Lennox album higher than us uh, than Summer Walker's album. Who, what, what female didn't you know to like Summer Walker's album last year? Everybody, but not everybody listens to um, Ari, Ari Lennox and Snow Allegra, but I like those albums better. So it's, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, I like the debate. Y'all know me. <laughs> Y'all know me. He here for the fight. Facts. I, well, it's not, I just like, I just like that narrative. It's, it's fun hearing other people's opinions and basing it off of facts and my opinion. Well, since you want to talk about opinions, though, bro, what's your opinion on the Bills? I know you saw that playoff on the, game. On the Bills? Yeah. I know you saw that playoff a game. Lot of, a, lot of, a lot of talent, right? Wasted. <laughs> Where the talent at? They don't know how to use their talent. What, bro, talent, that, that's, it's obviously a talented team if they made the playoffs, let's be honest. No, it's a talented defense. That's what it is. They're going to get it together. You already got the quarterback. Allen lateral the ball. They got, man, they got the quarterback. No, they don't. They probably, probably going to lose some offensive line pieces soon because who, who is uh, Richie Incognito on that line, right? Nah, he's on the Raiders. Yeah. He's not. He's on the Raiders. Oh, he's the Raiders? Okay. Well, either way, I know their line is like aging. So, more of the story. They might lose some pieces on their offensive line. Their receiving core is not, it's not terrible, but it's not all that either. You only have John Brown and Cole Beasley, really. And even right. saying Cole Beasley, that's like Cole Beasley. Come on now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can definitely do better here. <laughs> so, yeah. you make some adjustments there. They don't they don't even have a tight end. Hey, they got the, you got the best game manager in the backfield. Frank Gore? Is that what you about to say? Frank, yes, oh, okay. Frank Gore. I was just making sure. I was like. He ain't, getting, he ain't even getting TikTok no more. David Singletary the back now. Moral support. He's still that's the best game manager in the game. Right. He's there as coaching now. Devin Singletary's the lead back, but he's solid, though. Devin Singletary. Yeah, now he, mm-hmm. he can be somebody. I feel that, but I'm still with this Josh Allen stuff, bro. I ain't giving no Bills fans clout for that yet. That man is still horrible in my eyes. I honestly like Josh Allen. I don't. Horrible? <laughs> he's, not, he's not horrible. If it wasn't for the he's fact this man could run out the pocket occasionally, I mean, he would be horrible, bro, because he's inaccurate. He obviously don't know the rules of football half the time. So I'm saying he's not that good to me, bro. Let's talk about this Ravens letdown. Hell, hell, the right. You know, I don't want to say it was a letdown, but it was definitely surprising. I know some Ravens fans over at the Medium Lit Podcast. Hey, first off, shout out Medium Lit. I saw my homie. Shout Nico. out Medium Lit. Facts. I saw my homie Nico at the gym the other day. It was good looking over him, but. He a Ravens fan, so he got to hear me on this one. Uh-oh. He was talking all that jazz when the uh, Patriots lost <clears throat> to the Titans. And uh, Josiah, did not say the Titans were a problem? You did. I did say this. I did say this. You did. I, cool. I ain't see it coming. I ain't see it coming. Oh, I did. I did it. Me and Chris did both it. did. I remember before the game, I texted Chris. I said, this is the end, bro. And Chris said, yep. But I'm not mad at it. I'm not <laughs> mad at it. Hey, those side tests me before the Patriots game. I said, y'all finna lose, like, bro. Chris said, yep. And I said, all right. <laughs> we on the same page. <laughs> I already knew. <laughs> I'm a firm believer in this. 
I do not want smoke with Ryan Tannehill. I don't care what his stats look like. I do not want smoke with Ryan Tannehill that under any circumstance. Don't lose to the Patriots. He does not it's lose confirmed. to the Patriots, and his confirmed. stats do not be amazing. It's just the fact he's the only team and the starting quarterback for that team. They, give him the they will win. Him. They are getting the smoke. I don't, smoke. I don't want smoke with that fan. So I, I knew from the jump, I was like, okay. It's good for us. And then Derrick Henry went crazy. I totally wasn't expecting that. You would have thought I would have expected Derrick Henry to go off and not uh, Ryan Tannehill, but it was the other way around. But clearly, Derrick Henry is showing that. Can't no one stop this man because he did the same thing against the Ravens. Yeah, that's what it looked like. That leaves me some questions for you, though, Chris, since you are a Patriots fan. So, like, what's, mm-hmm. what's going on with this dynasty, bro? Is this it? Crumbling. First off, let me Crumbling. hit you with the knowledge that's been bestowed upon me. Mm. As well, what we already know. We already saw that. Julian Edelman was dead this season. Yeah. Correct. And on drugs. Whoa, 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 Skip Bayless, don't you do that. <laughs> you are on Don't you do that. Anywho, Go on. Julian Edelman was dead. Apparently, from what I saw this morning posted by Ben Watson himself, apparently his Achilles was torn this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's two down. We lost Josh Gordon. Well, we released Josh Gordon. But either way, even if we kept Josh Gordon, he was about to get in trouble within the next two weeks. So we wouldn't have lost him anyway. Yeah, okay, fair. We we traded a second-round pick for Muhammad Sanu. Didn't help. In retrospect, that didn't help. <laughs> I mean, Muhammad Sanu did some good things, though. I mean, it wasn't as good as we wanted him to be. But by the time playoffs came around, he at least was catching the ball. You yeah. know what I mean? He was at least catching it. But he definitely could have did more. But with that being said... Our weapons just wasn't as good as they should have been this year. And it was part, partially because of injury. Well, mainly because of injury. Also, we had injury on our offensive line. We had injury to our fullback. And Josiah, you know how key the fullback is. I do. You oh, know do. how key the fullback is. I believe in fullbacks, bro. Exactly. So, we lost our main fullback. So, going into next year, Brady signs again. Hopefully, we get him some help. We probably just need just one receiver. Just somebody who's willing to go out there and get it. But this, I feel like y'all gotta revamp, bro. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta bring it in, talk this mug over. Thank you, Brandon. Get him and that's coming from me. Get him I respect here. Brady and everything the Patriots did, even cheat, bro. Cheating is lit. It's lit. We don't condone cheating. We don't condone that. I just went. But no, like y'all know, y'all know the respect I have for Brady and the Patriots and yeah. Bill Belichick's yeah, yeah. dry ass. <laughs> but. <laughs> It's happening to wrap it up, bro. It's happening to wrap it up. Y'all got six rings out of that combination. Uh, he had an amazing run. Arguably yeah. the best run ever, and possibly they'll be it. Like the best run ever to be at books, period. Chris, just call it a day, bro. Just call it lights out. Please, bro. Please. Call lights out, bro. If, if Brady say he still got something in the tank, then we still riding in the car. Bro, right. the mouth can say anything, Maybe you got bro. something in the tank for somebody You can make your mouth say anything, bro. Brady still... First off, first off, why are we talking about like this? I didn't hear no one complaining about this kind of energy when Kobe was out there staking up the joint. All right? No one was saying, Kobe, hang it up. Look no man. one was telling Kobe. No one told... And then even, even if we want to put it in the football realm, y'all wouldn't tell a Peyton Manning to hang it up in 2015. Who... What? We all want to paint a man out of here. Chris, that's a lie. Do you know who's in this podcast? We all have some Peyton Manning haters, bro. That's the I one thing we all agree on. Chris. We all wanted him to win that ring just so he could retire. We gave him that ring. He didn't even win it. The defense won it, bro. 
We just wanted him out of here. Everybody was tired of that man. Mm -mm. More of the story. My boy Brady still got something in the tank. All I need to do, get my boy somebody who's willing to go get the ball and get him a running back. That's all he need. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'll leave you alone for now. We're going to take on some other people for the second. There's been some debates about Carson Wentz, you know, not being good, not making it through the regular season, always being injured. Well, he got hurt again. But, I mean, it was a dirty hit. So, what's this Carson debate going on? Can, can we say, finally, this man is actually good and he just unfortunate circumstances happen to him? Don't get me wrong, and this is coming from a Seahawks fan. The Jadavion Clowney hit was dirty, and Jadavion Clowney is definitely a dirty player. That's, that's no offensive put about it. Thank you. But uh -oh. I just don't know. Like, like just have him being injury prone, just period, just makes him a big question mark all the time. All the time. Uh, and it's like, it's to the point where I can't think of anything else but an injured Carson Wentz. I, or I when it's prime time, him being injured. I can't get past it. I, I see what you're saying, but I'm like, you see what this man was working with this year? They defense was like one of the worst in the league. They all didn't have they no receivers. receivers. They receivers are terrible. They had no receivers. Those were practice squad receivers. Zach Ertz died like two games at the end of the season. So, and this man took him to playoffs. I'm gonna start calling him Wild Card Went. I actually like that because <laughs> because you that just 50 don't 50, know. Bro. He a fifty fifty. You I just feel like don't know. What they need to do is draft a solid backup because what, Carson Wentz can get you through the regular season, but you gonna need somebody for playoffs. Like the the him and I'm not okay with the him and Dak conversation is obviously clip because there's no question that this man's better than Dak. Thank you. But you just <laughs> don't know <laughs> what's gonna happen. <laughs> you don't. Yeah, I agree with you. The only difference between them is, you know, that game finna get hurt. That man finna play. Because, <laughs> like, the more the more he, like, it's showing the more he runs, the more liable it is something's going to happen to him. So it's like, and you don't want to see Carson not run and be a pocket passer, even though he no. can't. I believe, I believe he can do that. Yeah. He has the arm. He's thrown so many crazy passes to Zach Ertz. It's like... I, I respect this man's arm strength, no. but I respect this man's wills too. So it's, I don't know, man. <clears throat> Chris, you got anything to add to that? Yeah. Uh, first of all, I want to lead off with I think Carson Wentz is incredibly talented, and he's a he's a quarterback the Eagles need. <clears throat> so I'm gonna start off with that. Secondly, the year when Carson Wentz was about to win MVP before he got injured, do do we remember who was on the Eagles' uh, wide receiver court that year? Anybody? Alshon. Alshon, Zach Hurts. Nelson Aguilar. Aguilar. Was Deshaun Jackson there yet? Oh, no, no he just came no, back. He just, he just came, came back. Okay. Torrey Smith. I think that was it. Torrey Smith? Yeah. And then this year he had, well, Aguilar. Alshon until, until Alshon got hurt. But yeah. he still had Alshon. He still had Zach Hurts. Yeah, and that was Goddard. Yeah, that's it. Deshaun Jackson. And, then, and, and Deshaun. Oh, yeah, he got hurt after what, like the second game? Game two. Yeah, he's been gone. Yeah, we. I ain't gonna count him. So, I mean, the receiver core is almost the same, basically. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I, what I'm to, I feel like Carson gets cradled when people start talking about, like, what his weapons are. I mean, his weapons have definitely been bad this year. I'm not ignoring that because he's definitely had a, uh, and then 
a lot of shifting going around with that wide receiver core. But for the good majority of the season, at least to start, I'd say probably up to like week eight or week nine or whatever, he pretty much had the same receiver, uh, wide receiver core and everything. Yeah. So with that being said, I just feel like he's not – I feel like he's one of the only QBs that's not held to the superstar standard when he's a superstar, you know. Yeah, he, he's, he, he, he is that team's offense. Yeah, like he's he's a superstar quarterback, but no no one holds him to that standard. Like they created him like he's still a a first year or second year quarterback in a sense. And this is like what year four or year five almost. See, and I think that's because he's always hurt. He has never finished one season. Because it's kind of I kind of picture like Carson, like you know Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed had that one amazing season, but he played through that entire season. Carson Wentz mm-hmm. hasn't played through any of his amazing seasons yet. So they haven't gave him that that clout yet, that Madden clout, as you want to say. They haven't gave it to him yet. It's weird. <laughs> it's disrespectful. I agree. They cre- I don't know. I don't know what has to. What we did. You just said what has to be done. He has to finish the season. But it's like, even when he hasn't finished, his numbers have still been so good. So I just don't understand why we come into why they come into every season treating Carson as if he's needs to get released. Le- less than less than a star. Yeah, you know? I, I don't get it. I really don't either. It doesn't make any sense to me. Considering how bad most of these other people's quarterbacks are, I don't get it. But, you know, it is what it is for that. Um, while we're still talking, like, about football and stuff, you know, there's a playoff review that's going on. We, we have a lot of playoff games tomorrow. Well, two of them. Any surprising moments you guys have from, like, the last playoff weeks besides, like, Lamar? Anything um, else, like, really, like, shocked y'all that y'all weren't surprised to see? The Titans. I, I wanted the Texans to win that so bad. <laughs> like, Patty Mahomes, boy. and then they just they just decided to turn up in the second half, in the second quarter to be at. Bro. Patty Mahomes is dangerous, bro. That man dangerous. The Titans are my last hope. I hope not. Hey, why don't we <laughs> talk about the Titans, though, bro? How much do you pay Derrick Henry? Uh, Everything. The bag. What does he want? <laughs> That's all I'm kind of getting, like, the feel for. Like, I feel like he deserves all that money because technically, I, you know, I'm putting him in the top three best backs in the league right now. When when your running back or any player, for that matter, on your team is the sole reason why you're winning, yeah. he deserves the bag. That <laughs> man got 1,000 yards after contact, bro. Bro, he made Earl Thomas forget what position he was playing. He turned Earl Thomas into one of his blockers. He, he converted him to another team. He's going for over 180 in both games. <laughs> that man finna put up a thousand yards. Without catching a pass. <laughs> Straight rushing yards, bro. 180 rushing. <laughs> no all-purpose yards, nothing. Yeah, bro. Titans gotta pay him. <laughs> those got those are his all-purpose yards. <laughs> all-purpose, one way. All-purpose, one way. By the feet. Nothing else. No catching. But how do you stop this, man? I, I really want to know. Because apparently you can't. And now I'm starting to think about it, bro. Now that I'm starting to really think about this, every year we see this man do this every year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just hit me now that this man is actually this good, though. It really just hit me now. You turn up at the end of every season. <laughs> That's why it was like, you know what? We don't really need DeMarco Murray. <laughs> <laughs> this is why. This is why, because this man is untouchable, bro. Perfect. He's always been consistent. It's just been... Whether the team yeah. gonna make the play at first, at first he was just known as a third down back because that's all the credit he was getting. Then they started winning games, mm-hmm. and they called him more than just a third down back. Yeah, suddenly this man just an all-purpose running back. 
Ain't no Chris now McCaffrey they, yet, but you know, he out here. Now they're a game away from the Super Bowl. That's first. I don't think they're going to make it to the Super Bowl, but you know. In my last one. Yeah, you stop that, bro. I'm trying to see my Super Bowl matchup. I'm trying to see. I need Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes, bro. No! It will warm my heart. It will warm I don't want to see that shit. I do. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I mean, if that is the Super Bowl, the Chiefs versus Packers, I prefer the Packers to win. Yay! I'm just saying. Like, it's, <laughs> I, 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 I have what? such a dislike for the Chiefs. It's ridiculous. Like, Packers, I, I can deal with Packers fans. It, it's okay. I can deal with y'all. I don't like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I don't like Aaron Rodgers either, but yeah, I can man. deal with Aaron Rodgers fans because they're not going to say he's better than Brady. No, better than Brady. He's never going to say that. But all we can they claim now that he can be a top three quarterback by the end of his career. Yeah. But Chiefs fans, Chiefs fans are disrespectful, and I'm sick of it. No. I am sick of it. They have no reason been, to be disrespectful. Yeah, you too. I've been hearing Travis Kelsey greater than, greater than Gronk ever since, like, 2014. You know? <laughs> See, I don't even say that. I think, I mean, uh, Travis Kelsey is the best tight end in the league currently, and I don't even say that. They disrespect. They really are. Oh, I hope they fold. Hey, wh why y'all talking about rings though? Who whose legacy would that help the most though? As in who? Like Mahomes or Rogers? Yeah. Mahomes. Easily. That's fair. That's easy, yeah. That's fair. His second season that at playing at this high level he win a ring? Come on now. He will be the youngest quarterback to win a ring, I think. Hmm. But then again, that does give my boy Aaron too. Nah, but it's like the road—the road that Aaron had to get here—kind of ruined his legacy in a sense. So when the league would, bro, <laughs> Aaron has alienated people. First yes, off, he's alienated, he's, alienated his own, he's alienated his own family. We all know about that, that's trash. We all know about him and McCarthy's whole, you know, situation slash beef or whatever. So I'm just so if I've got Chris talk. If Aaron was a ring now, it's gonna be it's it's gonna be good for him. It's gonna jump him up in the rankings. But I think like the greatest like thing that's gonna come out of it is just gonna be like, oh, Mike McCarthy was the main problem. Yeah, I, I think that's the main thing that's gonna come out of that ring. We, we all knew that was a problem, but, though. but that yeah. statement's not even true. It is. Aaron took bro. Aaron Aaron is the reason as well. We ain't even for the lie. Look, man. Think of, Aaron Rodgers no as a, think of Aaron Rodgers as a GM. If, if you don't, you can't play with this man. Mike McCarthy was treating him as just his quarterback. That man is also your GM. If no. you don't agree with him, you got to go. And LaFleur gets well, it. LaFleur understands why, this. Why Aaron so you know what having play. that power is a good thing? Yeah. It's, it's beneficial to your team? They about to beat the Super Bowl, ain't they? If it worked, it worked, Brandon. If it worked, nah, it worked. That's trash. That's trash. That's trash, bro. It don't matter how you get there. It just matter you got there. Well, you putting the world. We put them in the Super Bowl. So, so who you say is gonna, whose legacy is going to be better then? I, I don't know. I kind of want to say it helps bump Aaron Rodgers up a little bit more because everybody says Aaron Rodgers is a top 10 quarterback all the time already. But I feel like this one puts him above Drew Brees. This one's going to knock Drew Brees down the lead. It has to, bro. It has to. So I feel like it helps Aaron Rodgers in that regard. So, but then again, you know, Patrick Mahomes win the ring at like what twenty four, twenty five. If Patrick Mahomes wins the ring, it opens up a wide discussion of possibilities for his career. Just because, like you said, this is his like what second or third year starting. Yeah, he's already won the MVP. 
winning. You're a Super Bowl league. champion. Nine times out of ten, they win the Super Bowl. He's gonna be a Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. You're that young, so it's like, oh, he, and with that team being that young, it's like he can repeat. <laughs> if he can repeat, then he can three feet. <laughs> being that young, he could definitely he's definitely on pace to win six. Just just the conversations that comes out of him winning one ring right, right now. Don't let them draft a young defense. Right. Don't let them draft a young defense. Exactly. So that's only up. They could be a problem. So yeah, I mean, it could go either way with me. To be honest, to be honest, the Super Bowl matchup if it does happen between them two, I don't care who wins because I like them both. So it really don't really matter to me. This will be the first Super Bowl I don't even care who wins. The outcome does not matter to me. That has been the Super Bowl for the past five years for me. Nope. <laughs> Patriots of all, bro, I never want them to win. I don't even care who wins. This will be the first Super Bowl I ain't got to stress. <laughs> must be nice. I never get to stress. Uh, no, trust me, you don't want that kind of stress on your life. It takes some years off you. Trust me, I know. Yeah. Oh, trust me, I know. <laughs> uh, what was that? Uh, Super Bowl 51? Run the damn ball! <laughs> 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 uh, you talking about 49? Uh, oh, yeah, Marshawn was back for a little bit. That was nice to see. Hey, yes. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. What he dropped in that, in that press conference was better than the game. <laughs> Take care of your brain. <laughs> Take care of your man. He was speaking facts out here, though. He was helping the young ones. They ain't gonna listen. They not. They never do. Not at all. Not at all. They that was for me. I ain't talking. I don't care about the team. That was for me. <laughs> hey, well, split second. Sidetrack. Someone that's on the other side of the spectrum of being, you know, a motivational speaker. Let's talk about this Odell situation. Oh. <laughs> not not so much the the incident that got him arrested, but the. Him handing money like live on camera. Clearly, my man was turned up and drunk. But what do y'all think about that whole situation? A B part two. What you mean? A B. A B part two. Look, I don't know what's going on with Odell, but you can't just be handing out fake money out there. Bro. Drunk I'm not even or sure not, if that was fake money. Odell is accountable. Yeah, like he, he, he is know accountable. What he doing. It was a PR stunt. Either way, he know he can't do that. <laughs> Everything he did that night was a PR stunt. From right. him taking the megaphone and screaming neck in the megaphone, him slapping the cop behind the... Bro. Yeah, I really get that one. I really don't. He tried to get out of Cleveland. And he never should have went to Cleveland. He did this to he's himself. Trying to get, he's trying to get banded from Louisiana. He got, got traded. Yeah, look, man, he's the one that caused that trade. He said, I went out. They said, bet. <laughs> he was in New York. <laughs> exactly. And he said they went out, and they said, bet, bro. At least, at least he said Cleveland with his best friend. Yeah, what'd that get? <laughs> at least, if he's miserable, at least he's miserable with someone he knows. <laughs> in New York, he was just with a whole bunch of strangers. Like, who are you? <laughs> he got drafted, bro. Not... <laughs> that was miserable ever since. It was supposed to be he said, at least he was miserable with somebody you know. <laughs> this man was fighting uh, field goal nets in New York. Man, <laughs> Facts. He, he couldn't fight nobody but that. <laughs> he was fighting field goal nets. On, now, at least over in Cleveland, he's over there venting to Jarvis Landry on the sideline. Look, Jarvis Landry been venting to him all this time, bro. He the one that been going through the most, bro. He went to Miami, was trash there, and then he gets traded to the Browns, who somehow acting worse than Miami. Like, come on, bro. That's the same experience. Exactly. He should be madder than anybody. At least Odell has they some sh- good years. Yeah. No, they're mad together. <laughs> like they're both miserable. Misery love company. Get us out of here. And they're neighbors. 
They are right by each other. That whole Browns team no, is that, dysfunctional. No, nah, they're roommates, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they're roommates. That whole team is just dysfunctional, man. It's not. They just need a... And just to think about that, like, we said that the Browns is going to go farther. We, y'all was going off on Shannon about the Browns going farther than the Steelers. And the Steelers low-key went farther than them. Like, they didn't make it to the playoffs or nothing, but they went farther. <laughs> no, well, I got with that conversation is that I said Shannon was wrong because he said the Steelers were more talented than the Browns. I still believe the Browns are one of the most talented teams in the NFL. Regardless of the way they act, they still got the most talent, bro. But if you don't use it, that talent gets subtracted. So, therefore... <laughs> they don't get subtracted, it gets used. <laughs> they still won the most talented teams, bro. x Men. On paper. <laughs> yeah, on paper, bro. On paper, they still nice. This is getting thrown away. <laughs> Real quick. This season, ain't, this season ain't been exactly what I wanted it to be, you know, since my picture's out of it and all. But, you know, this has been a very good constellation. You know, the Steelers trash... The uh, Ravens knocked out the playoffs. Like, life, 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 life could be worse. I mean, all your enemies <laughs> were defeated. Life could be worse. <laughs> what, what future said? He said, you know what I'm saying? Life is good. <laughs> no, I mean, got red bottles on. Life is good. No, I mean. like, right, my, we probably my... need to get some of these questions, bro. I forgot we still on the podcast. We over here actually having a conversation on here. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a question. <laughs> we got a lot of questions. So let's just go ahead and get these covered so we can just go and move on. So what's the most inspirational movie speech we ever heard? Most inspirational movie speech I ever heard. <laughs> well, you gotta you, you gotta go with Coach Carter, bro. Coach Carter. Our deepest fear is that <laughs> our deepest fear not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear that we are powerful beyond measure. I don't remember the rest of it, but yeah, that was the most powerful part. What about you, Brandon? I mean, this is kind of childish, but uh, King Kong got nothing, got nothing on me. Kind of took me a long way, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that quote did take that quote did take you places, bro. Exactly. <laughs> if you had, if you haven't used it, you need to get back on your bull, cause <laughs> that's true. That's true. Josiah. I mean, I have the movie, but I don't even remember the exact speech. It was kind of sad. <laughs> but it's Independence Day, bro. Uh, I don't remember the exact speech, but I think you know the scene I'm talking about when they were always about to go back uh, into the air, you know, and go take out the alien spaceships. Like, right before they went up, bro. It was one speech they did. I cannot remember it, but it, it had me like, bro, I was fun to fly up there. I was fun to join the army. <laughs> they had me, bro. They had me. It's I can't think of this movie speeches. I'm like, then again, I just ain't really watched like no movie that just randomly said a great motivational speech like that. At least not recently. Yeah, let's say it's yeah. been a minute since I had heard a good one. So, like, I, I it's a different. It, is there necessarily a difference between a great speech and great a great dialogue? Pretty, I mean, they have to be impactful. Yeah. I feel, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm assuming the speech is like situational based and say inspirational but I mean like yeah. you can get inspirational from just from a dialogue yeah there can be some Shoot. great dialogue that makes you like wow Shoot, mm-hmm. in the in the sh- it's a show but still uh, in Black Mirror mm-hmm. when um when Daniel Kalilu's character was uh, doing that speech on that one episode the dude from Get Out yeah yeah that was pretty good but he kind of ended up contradicting himself mm-hmm. <laughs> but that, that's pretty I don't know okay okay 
Well, let's continue on with the questions. Second question we got for us is how big will Will Smith's legacy be? Ginormous. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I might get a statue somewhere. He's already have one already. probably got one somewhere. <laughs> like, this man was literally already just an icon solely for just first prints. Yeah, like technically, that, like that it's not even counting his movie career. This <laughs> man really, this man really is a legend in three games. Like rap, <laughs> acting, social media, social activism. Media. That's four. <laughs> yeah, he's the legend in every game that he steps in. Yeah, that man gonna be Michael Big, maybe Big. Huh? Who knows? Michael B. Michael Jackson? Yeah, Denzel Big. <laughs> well, like, like, oh, and that's the thing, like, you know, it's the whole debate between Denzel and Will Smith, but since Will Smith is my time, I'm always yeah. say Will Smith. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to really say Denzel, Denzel, Denzel ain't Denzel. really our time. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, Denzel movies do slap, though. Yeah. Or all his movies. Have y'all seen a bad Denzel movie? Um. What's that you most know, recent one that just yeah, came I'm going to get back to. Yeah, yeah, you on that. Right. I'm going to get yeah. back to you on that. At first glance, I'm going to see why people give it to Denzel because I can't think of a bad Denzel movie. I can definitely think of a couple questionable Will Smith movies. Of course. Yeah, yeah, you can definitely think but of I, I can not think of a, I cannot think of a bad Denzel movie. <laughs> not the top of my head, at least. I'll have to do some research. I'm sure you can find yeah. one, but yeah. On top of your it head, probably, you can't call one. It might have to be something from way, way back. I can think of a couple bad Will Smith movies, though. If you want... If, if we want to pick up his career after remember the Titans, that bull was pushing out bankers. <laughs> the pendants, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. Right. Yeah, what's that? What's that dude though? I respect oh. it. Respect it. Well, that answers that question. Let's keep moving down the list, people. Best superhero power for everyday life. Uh, super speed or the ability to. I'll say. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna explain. I would either say super speed. Or the ability to be in multiple places at the same time. I feel that last I, I'll say super speed just because if you have a laboring job as I do, I can just do it fast, like pretty much in like five minutes or whatever. Or just any normal any normal task I can do super fast and be done with it. So I feel like super speed would be very necessary. I'm still going with the power that I always want. Teleportation. <laughs> no, I kind of want that power like Static Shock Hat. I feel like that's pretty useful. It's a lot of electronics, what? especially in this day and age, bro. It's too many electronics, bro. <laughs> as long as I can like get past anything with it, I think I'll be lit with that. I just need a superpower that's going to make me, whatever task I got for today, I can finish it as fast as possible. I respect speed, it, though. Speed, teleportation, or what is it? Clump. The ability to clone myself. Because <laughs> <laughs> you just send your clone to work. I feel that one. I definitely send my clone to work. I never show up, bro. I'll be home every day. <laughs> like, hey, bro, you take it this week, bro. <laughs> I take it every week. <laughs> Look, man, I'll get you back later. Yes, you told the last quote. <laughs> when you're the creator, you make the rules. You ain't gonna be the creator for long, bro. Brandon, why do you? Brandon, why do you want teleportation? Bruh, like, you can be halfway across the world in a split second, bruh. You don't gotta, all right, I gotta book a flight. No! You can do that with a You can just be there. You just wanna travel. 
Yes. <laughs> Everyday life. All right. Well, why are we still talking about some That's futuristic okay. stuff? What futuristic invention do y'all think should be on the way? Futuristic. Uh. Time travel. No. That's not a power for the normal people, Brandon. And. It's too dangerous. <laughs> too dangerous. Everything can be dangerous, but if the wrong person gets in their hand. But if it's time travel, that's too dangerous. <laughs> that's not a danger you want to play with. You gonna give every everyday person the ability to time travel? Yes. Yeah, I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> that is not sound like a good idea, bro. <laughs> it only takes two people to have the same goal of world domination for everything to go wrong. And it's gonna be the first person that takes it out. <laughs> you want everyone to have this power of time travel? Yes. <laughs> I don't know about this, y'all. Well, on this episode this. of Whose Man Is This? <laughs> I don't know about this. Get him out of here. Mm-hmm. What about you, Chris? What about you? Future Richard, everything's kind of covered. Uh, That's what I'm saying. That's, might as well do something crazy. I don't know. When I can... I don't know, man. Anything that makes getting money easier. <laughs> True. That's a problem, too. <laughs> Any invention that gonna make this get money easier, bro. Legally. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. <Keep going. laughs> Legally. Sheesh. Y'all want to wide eye me. Sacrifice hugs or the, what's it called? Sell your soul when you get a billion dollars. <laughs> That's legal. That's oh. legal. <laughs> Trade in your it's soul for a billion dollars. I'm gonna trade my soul for a billion dollars. You're not breaking the law. I would never go to your <laughs> side for a billion. You're not breaking the law. You're just breaking God's law. So choice is up to you. Mm-hmm. I don't like this choice. It's out of We already had a discussion on morality and what will make you break your morals. Money will not make me break my morals. No, I'm happy it's not. It's that easy, bro. I hand you a five right now, bro. <laughs> I would not break my morals for money. <laughs> hey, somebody out here will sell their soul for a double sided tape. So. Who told you about that? What the? <laughs> I say, uh, I say for me, though, you know, y'all know that TV show Lost in Space? Mm-hmm. They, they had, like, some flying cars and stuff, bro, and, like, spaceships. I, I was down with that. I kind of want to go, like, to some other planet, so I'd be cool with that. I'm not getting any vehicle that flies that Josiah is the driver of. Come on, guys. I can, you can go on some adventures, bro. I would never. No. We can go on some adventures. Because we, we know you're just going to leave us on a planet. And y'all can be the first ones there. there. Have y'all seen the movie Interstellar? Yeah. Yeah. Ever since I seen that movie, I don't want no smoke with space. Come on, bro. I, oh, me. I don't want no smoke with space. That man was on a planet for forty five minutes and missed like three years. <laughs> His daughter was on dope by that time, bro. He said, "What happened?" He missed so much time. Mm-mm. He came back in spaceship, true. bro. That man was like fifty. If that really how it works out there, I don't want no smoke because I can't even begin to fathom how that even translates to have forty five minutes here correlates to over 10 years on my planet. I mean, it couldn't be that bad. It, it would, okay, well, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> yeah, you're going to what you mean. I ain't going. Come on, bro, you're part of the crew. Yeah, you got it. Bro. I'm putting the crew together, guys. I, actually, Face speaking of a crew, bro. that's one of our questions. For your ultimate what? heist, we'll be in your crew. 
Would you look at that? Anybody but anybody but Trayvon. I feel that way. <laughs> I feel like Trayvon ain't never gonna be on time or do his job. <laughs> Trayvon is never on time to anything. <laughs> we could, but bro, we could be about to be stealing like a diamond or something. But like, all right, Trayvon, lowers down, and this man gonna be away from the controller. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go get my food out the microwave, bro. Trayvon. <laughs> My crew, yeah, my crew be us three. We need my, my boy James the Bouye. We need Caleb. You always need a driver. <laughs> I feel I feel like a side is really gonna come in handy. For what? <laughs> I, I don't know. I just he feel like a side is really gonna come in. That's handy. like that was very specific. The way you put that was very specific. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, bro. I just feel like you are gonna need side in a situation like that, bro. <laughs> I feel that. What about you, Brandon? I can't have Josh. Josiah not coming. Wow. <laughs> I'm gonna turn you in. Josiah is gonna leave. I'm telling you. Josiah, Josiah is gonna house, leave, bro. Josiah is gonna I forgot. Josiah is gonna leave for the greater good of his own being. Look, man, if it goes sideways, bro, you want us all to get caught. Yes! What? <laughs> what you mean? I want you, why would I want you to go free out of all people? Even if we all did get caught. Well, y'all are salty people. If we did get caught, why would I be your freedom over people, but you get to be happy outside and we not? Look, man, just because I got away doesn't mean y'all got to be mad at me. You didn't get away. You left us. That's two different things. <laughs> I left for the greater good of y'all. Maybe it's going to help y'all out. As one of those person to get in the car. Cap. <laughs> Don't believe this. Nah. Don't believe yeah. this I, I'm subbing out Josiah for uh, Keenan. Subbing out Josiah for Keenan. Well, I'm getting subbed out on missions now. I don't believe this. Yeah, y'all getting turned in. Kenny, Kenny gonna handle business. Kenny gonna handle business. Oh, me. Y'all getting he turned all, in, bro. He, he always bought business. But you? Mm-mm. No. You, you I'm right, betrayed. You I've been betrayed. Been. I've been betrayed by you too many times on Friday the thirteenth. <laughs> on, on every game. <laughs> Look, man. On every game. Y'all had it coming sometimes. Y'all had it coming. <laughs> nah, I'm straight. Yeah, that's my crew though. I think my crew is kind of consistent with kind of the same people y'all said. I might add in like an extra person, like Amir, because I feel like Amir he listen to my cries at times, especially with y'all. Amir gonna side with me sometimes, so I'm bringing in Amir. I need some. Oh, I need some logic, especially because he against Chris most of the time. I'm definitely gonna need him, bro. I'm gonna need an extra vote on my side, bro. Nobody worry about young Amir. See, this is why our crew is never gonna work out. We all against each other. It's gonna be 50-50 half the time. That's why they ain't in my crew. <laughs> my crew, are the people I get along with. Yeah, this is why we getting caught, and this is why I'm not gonna be there. This is exactly why I left because of stuff like this. This is why. But anywho. Before we wrap this up, I know it's been a long time. We probably how long have we been going on this for a while? We've been going for a minute. Let, let's just say that we've been going for a minute. Been like a month or so. We done missed the whole. We we done missed the New Year episode. It, it's too late to go back and recap Christmas, so we ain't doing that. But you know, New Year start of a new decade. Before we close out, go around everybody. How's how's the start of y'all year going? They want to know anything. I don't know anything you feel like sharing about this new this new year. How you feel about the decade, last decade, et cetera, et cetera. I'm gonna take this way. Okay, I ain't gonna take this decade for granted. I'm gonna take this way more serious since you know your boy is 
your boy is well fully in adulthood, you know what I'm saying? So I gotta really take stuff serious. And it's not so much I didn't take last decade serious, it's just it went by so quick and you just didn't really get to acknowledge it like that. Think about it, bro. We were we were in high school and college the last decade. That's crazy to me. Both middle, of them. We was in middle school, high school. <laughs> exactly. That was a long decade. So and it just went by like that. Everything that we did is over with as far as what that entailed that decade. So I just got to appreciate the moment and, like, start, honestly, start um, taking in the fruits of my labor. Yeah. That's a lot of things. That's a lot of I, – I missed out so much on on relaxing and not so much worrying so much when I, when I had time not to worry. So now it's like I got to just really relax and – Taking the fruits of my labor when I deserve it, you know what I'm saying? Was you, Chris? For me, man, this decade, I'm kind of just focusing on, you know, my self confidence. I feel like towards the end of last year, well, last year was towards the end of last year. I just kind of found myself. I didn't really have any. I didn't have confidence at all at the end of last year. I was down in the dump. Some things, just to recap, I say in a span of like three months, my grandmother passed. Uh, I had a fallout situation with a friend. I uh, lost someone that was, some, they meant something to me. I'll leave it at that. They meant something to me. I lost them due to gun violence recently. And so, yeah, I was just really down and dumped towards the end of last year. But this year, Kind of focusing on you know getting the mental right, getting my health back right, hitting the gym again, more so ordering my steps, kind of moving in a way to where I'm not moving solely for me anymore. Kind of just starting to move towards something bigger. You know what I mean? Trying to do that. We trying to get this podcast up and running for this decade to take over the decade. You know what it is. Yes, sir. And other than that, you know. Still being King Duke Sanity, still being Hoodie Chris, working like a dog. But one one day I'm gonna kick back. This is gonna be the decade where we're probably gonna end up, you know, starting families and everything. Let's not start too early though. But this you're not wrong. You're not wrong. This is this the most likely be the decade where we start having families and everything. So, you know. Like by the end of this decade, we'll be thirty. Think about that. You'll be thirty by the end of this decade. Yes. Right. <laughs> you know what I say about that, Brady. You know. You know. More of the story, just getting myself in a better position to where, you know, I'm just kicking my feet up at the end of the day. Let me see. For me, you know, 2019 was a strange year. I feel like I was all over the place. So the only thing I really want in 2020 is to just work on my stuff. Like you said, the podcast. I got my foot on a lot of things right now, and I'm trying to just – do a little bit of everything so I, I just want that all to work out and just you know grow a little bit it's always a year of growing every single year so I just want to take another leap forward in 2020 that's pretty much it for me alright before we close it and Brendan you want to add anything that song you on me trash what's up no, well, alright well it's been good to be back after a month's hiatus it's your boys the rogues be robbing the bank, Josiah the Browns, King Duke Sandy. You already know how to get at us on Twitter. Well, get at me on Twitter. Get at Brandon on Twitter at B Rob. Don't remember the t- 
Twitter handle. Don't worry about it. New Year's same problem. New Year's same problem. I'm at C Duke Sanity at Josiah three five two on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram at Rogue Ones Podcast, and we lit. Yes, sir. Twenty twenty Rogue Ones. Let's go. <laughs>